This weekend is intended for the practice of meditation. Not so much for theory and not so much for preliminary types of practices that lead up to meditation because you can lead up to it for many, many years and lifetimes and never get there. So we're going to start already there. And that'll save us a lot of work. Because it really is about realization of the self, not about discovery, not about transformation, not about having to go anywhere. The pilgrimage that is made is simply to that place that one never leaves, but sometimes forgets. So it is simply a remembrance of the real self. But the trick is this, and you won't hear this, I don't think, in too many meditation centers or many paths of meditation practice. There's only one obstacle to achieving self-realization instantaneously in meditation. And that is the lack of self-acceptance. Simply that. If you would accept yourself as you really are, you would achieve enlightenment and liberation. But the ego mind, which is a kind of veil over the real self, is in a state of non-acceptance. And that non-acceptance can be on a spectrum, going all the way to intense self-hatred, up to a point of simply dissatisfaction with what one has achieved in life. But for most people, the thermostat rests around or oscillates around a point of lack of forgiveness of oneself for some belief that one has betrayed oneself and one's integrity along the way. And that therefore one is not worthy of God consciousness. That's the issue and that's why Inner work is often required in, a different, in addition to simply sitting and meditating and achieving inner silence. Because the mind doesn't want to get to silence because to do that means going through the level of what Jung called the shadow and facing the unbearable pain of having failed oneself. It is this self-judgment that is the only obstacle that we must get through. And it has to be the direct focus of the meditation in order to get through it. It cannot be denied. It's an obstacle that you cannot go around or under or over. 
But the reason you can get through it is that it too, like every other belief in the ego, is an illusion. Even if it is real in its own terms, even if it has some historical validity, even if you can point to a list of people you have hurt in your life, or of things that happened that you wish hadn't happened, even if you're carrying a burden of negative projections that have been put on you by others and that you have accepted as a wounded identity. What's important to recognize is whatever identity you carry, whether it's an identity of failure or of greatness and total success, it is false. And therefore, the failing cannot be undone and liberation achieved through attaining success. Then you're just replacing rusty iron handcuffs with golden handcuffs. But self-realization means freedom from any and every identity. From every self-image and self-concept. from every objectification. And so whatever it is you don't like about yourself or don't accept, or on the other hand are arrogantly obsessed with showing everybody because it is actually what hides that lack and that negative self-image, whatever it is in either a positive or a negative dimension this weekend, allow yourself to let it go and not know who you are. Self-realization, paradoxically, is not knowing who you are, but it's not knowing who you are. And knowing that you can't know who you are. Because you are unknowable. You are the ultimate mystery to yourself as well as to others. And that's why everyone is always astonished when they discover that someone else likes them, let alone loves them or is infatuated with them and can't believe it. Well, you're right in not believing it, because usually they're loving a projection or there's a quid pro quo, I'll like you if you like me and I won't look too deeply and you don't look too deeply and you know, we have the superficial cardboard images shaking hands or whatever else you want to shake. But it's always an illusion based on an image that you're trying to project. It never has to do with the reality because you don't know the reality. And you cannot know the reality until the search for who you are rests in the silence of your heart, in complete self-acceptance. in complete love of the unknown mystery of who and what you are. And it's the act of resting 
and of silencing the mind that brings about the revelation. And the undoubtable sensation, feeling, palpable reality of grace, of God's forgiveness, of freedom from the <coughs> burdens one has been carrying, of having failed to fulfill one's potential. <coughs> and so in this self-acceptance of that which cannot be conceptualized, but is simply the silent presence of pure consciousness. There is an automatic letting go of the narrative structures that tie you to a certain paradigm with the consequences of behavior patterns that support that paradigm of self-hatred, of neediness, of addiction, of whatever pathologies of the ego happen to be involved and embedded in that narrative and free you from whatever psychic umbilical cords you still have attached to whatever mother figures and whatever idealizations you have in relation to certain others or mirror images that keep you afloat as an ego. All of that can be let go of in the stillness of pure presence because you will palpably feel the wholeness, the fullness of something within you that is more than you. Something within you that you have never known but that is the essence of your being that has nothing to do with your self-image, nothing to do with your reputation, nothing to do with your history, nothing to do with your gender, your age, your nationality, your religion, your philosophy, nothing to do with your criminal record, nothing to do with anything having to do with the life, <coughs> the biography, because you are a trans-biographical being, <coughs> timeless, eternal presence that is not really even a person. Not really anything but formless awareness. But that is within that formless awareness an energy field of pure life. Life itself. And that life, when you are resting in the stillness of its essence, explodes as bliss. Explodes as infinite creativity. Explodes as a serene and quiet joy that transforms your life naturally and effortlessly. And it's because of this consequence of completely resting the ego mind in the real self until it dissolves entirely into 
the infinite self that is the reason why people have been meditating for thousands and thousands of years. It works. It heals. It resolves traumas, pain and suffering like nothing else can. It will eliminate the need for pills and alcohol and drugs and whatever else you might be using to deaden the pain of an unsatisfied ego. And it will allow you to live to the fullest of your potential. And to be happy no matter what you do or don't do. Because who you are has nothing to do with the doing of the body and the mind, but transcends this phenomenal plane manifestation of the physical organism and its mental accoutrements, but is a completely higher dimensional energy that is free of any need to prove itself to anyone in this world. But the only relationship that matters is to the Supreme Being. And that being knows you in such a deep way that there is no way in any case to fool, to manipulate, no need to beg, no need to borrow, no need to try to steal, because God is here to give you everything if you will only open your heart to receive it. And so all the treasures of peace and joy and creative intelligence and love and happiness are here merely for the silencing of the mind and the entering into the heart in full self-acceptance of the mystery of your essence. For this reason, we need no techniques to meditate. Just a letting go of the belief that we have to do something to earn the right to be in the presence of God or the Buddha mind or nirvana or the emptiness of the void, however you want to language it, whatever paradigm you have about ultimate reality, that too doesn't matter. You can be an atheist, a theist, a polytheist, an animist, a nihilist, doesn't really matter because what you are is beyond all of those beliefs anyway. And no beliefs can capture the real of what you are when the mind is still. So let us take a journey on the pathless path of silent presence. and simply allow ourselves the freedom to be. <coughs> 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 <coughs>
<coughs> without the impingement of an attacking superego in the mind or images of the past or worries about the future or anything else that would take you away from the infinite beauty of the present that is always present and always infinitely beautiful. that you can take with you when you leave Arunachala because it is you. It does not pertain to this particular geographical location. It doesn't pertain to any particular technique or mantra. And being what you are, you have access to grace wherever and whenever you remember just to be. <laughs> 